Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-Bags podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Garrett Montia, officially known as a king snake of my own. Every once in a while with this guy, uh, little Jesse Jr. here on my shoulder. This is Jesse Sr., go. also known as your Thunderstick and my vice mayor. Uh, welcome in to a big, big episode of this show. Zach Gallen absolutely pitched his mind out today, uh, as our man Sean would want me to say. Complete game shut piece. Uh, CG, shut CG shut piece. Sorry, I got to get it right here. CG shut piece from the one and only ZG, uh, Zach Gallen. And uh, man, the Diamondbacks couldn't have asked for it at a better time, especially against, uh, like, like, like I've continued to say, a team that was very much on a roll offensively and has yeah. run into the juggernaut that is the Arizona Diamondbacks pitching staff. There, uh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I want to definitely give a shout out to the wind. That's for sure, because the wind has been helping <laughs> us out. But most importantly, Zach Gallon deserves his flowers for what he did on this game. He was really damn good and it was on the road, which, as we know, hasn't really been his forte this season. Yeah, I mean, it was on the road. It was an 1120 a.m. Arizona time start. Right? Everything was against him. everything was theoretically <laughs> against him, except for the wind. The wind was was arguably uh, in his favor, although not to the extent that the wind favored the Diamondbacks yesterday, yes. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this was this was incredible, right? Zach Gallen, a complete game shutout. This is obviously one of the biggest series, if not the biggest series the Diamondbacks have played this season. Uh, and as you said, this Cubs team was playing extremely well coming into the series. This is a good team that's been playing well lately. And this is something we haven't seen much from the Diamondbacks this year. They, they've had some good moments against some of the better teams in the league. Most of that happened early in the season. But generally, when when those things happened, it was it was when those teams hadn't really hit their stride yet or when they weren't really playing particularly well. Uh, the Dodgers got off to a, to a little bit of a slow start this season. Uh, D-backs had, had their way with them a little bit early in the year. But this is different. This is a situation where the Cubs are are a good team that is that has played extremely well and the diamondbacks coming into their ballpark coming into wrigley field have have just dominated through through yeah. two games i mean yeah. maybe dominated is 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 a slight overstatement but well Ryan, zach gallon dominated in this game that that in itself that is not an overstatement for sure both of these games you could say that the starting starting pitching was just made better by factors right a big part of that is the ballpark factors and the when the weather 
in Chicago. Ryan Nelson's start looked really damn good. But yeah, at the end of the day, there there it wasn't as good as, you know, his outing kind of He should have given up more than two hits. He there was there was some batted ball luck there and it, it wasn't just the wind. It was just kind of, you know, some some hard hit balls very finding true. finding some yeah. gloves in the outfield. Very, sure. very high XBA, I'm sure, on a lot of those that ended up getting caught. But uh Zach Gallon, uh, he just had his stuff working today. Nine strikeouts, complete game, gives up three hits, no walks, no runs, no earned runs, no homers, none of that stuff. And man, I mean, it was an absolute pitcher's duel because Chicago Cubs pitcher James uh Ty- Jameson Tyon. Tyon. Sorry, I got Jameson Tyon. Today uh, he pitched like James Tyon though, because he, he, he was a different he was a different guy out different there guy. than the pitcher he's been so far, right? <laughs> Jimmy, it's Jimmy Tyon out there. But uh no, he absolutely dominated. I mean, in fact, the only Diamondbacks player that was able to do anything against him seemed to be Corbin Carroll, who broke up a no-hitter he had going on uh in the sixth inning up to that point. Uh, and up to that point, the only base runner of the entire game had been Corbin Carroll, who walked to lead off the game. He then stole second base. Uh, there was a throwing error, which allowed him to advance to third base. That also happened after he singled <laughs> in the sixth. He also stole second base. Uh, Corbin Carroll is well on his way to 50 stolen bags this year. I, I don't think he will be denied when it comes to that. So this is going to end up being a very historic season for, for Corbin Carroll when all is said and done. And honestly, he was the entire Arizona Diamondbacks offense today. Uh, but Pretty it was much. <laughs> it, it was weird. It was weird that with the way he was pitching that the Cubs pulled tie on as, as early as they yeah, did. Yeah, I was a little puzzled by that. Uh, I reached out to uh, our CHGO Cubs reporter out there in Chicago, Ryan Herrera. Uh, I was curious what he thought. And and he said that, you know, the Jamison Tyon has really struggled this season. I mean, he came in with an ERA around five and a half. So I think once you get to a certain point in the game, the Cubs feel, feel the third rotation about, through. The yeah, it was lineup. it was, yeah. you know, right around the, the third time through the order. He still pitched an outstanding game. I mean, this this was not a fluke for Jamison Tyon. I really thought his stuff was incredible. Uh, and he's had he's had stretches of his career of being a pretty darn good yeah. starting pitcher. I remember, uh, you know, when he was coming up with with the Pirates and, uh, you know, during his time with the Yankees, he had a three nine one ERA just last year, I believe. So he's a better pitcher than I think the numbers he's put up this year. And, and the Diamondbacks absolutely saw that today. Uh, but, yeah, as you said, Corbin Carroll had had a, a pretty nice day at the plate, two for three, couple singles. He walked in this game. He had the three stolen bases. Um, and I mean, in that eighth inning, it, it couldn't have just been Corbin Carroll though. He needed some help. Gabby yeah. Moreno walked in the inning, Lourdes Gurriel singled, uh, and that's what set up the Diamondbacks being able to, to score that run as yeah. well as the existence of instant replay. Uh, because I believe the call on the field call on the was field. Yeah. call on the field was a catch by say Suzuki and they reviewed it. And he, in fact, that ball did hit the ground first and, and they awarded Lourdes Gurriel home plate, which is, which is certainly where appeared he would have been if it had been called correctly. It's crazy. It's crazy. That is the only run that ended up scoring in this game that ended yeah. up being such a pivotal moment. And without instant replay, this game is still going, right? Hypothetically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Horribly, terribly. And I mean, we would be furious about that because I'm sure on the Diamondbacks broadcast, they would be showing over and over and over again how that ball hit the ground. Right. So uh, I want to give a shout out to Chris Bailey for his super chat. Ten dollars super chat. Let's go, Chris. Hey. He says, build the statue of Gabby tomorrow. I will supply the metal for it. I, <laughs> I, I, I have an old grill and an old uh, like a lawnmower. I think we can melt down and at least make that some of what we can get to it. But that's yeah. definitely how those statues I are. Know. are I mean, yeah. I just seen some, some stuff made by artists. I'm pretty crafty. But yeah, uh, Gabby deserves his flowers, too, because that man. Uh, has been incredible behind the plate. And once again, today, uh, he had himself uh, a, a huge, 
uh, throw out there. It was a strike him out, throw him out situation. Yeah. Uh, he has just kept runners uh, in check. And I mean, you just can't, you can't run on Gabby. You can't. Yeah. I mean, that was just a huge advantage. Uh, I mean, yesterday and, and today, really. I mean, the Diamondbacks have seven stolen bases in this series. I don't believe they've been caught. I think they're seven for seven. And on the flip side, the Cubs have not fared well trying to steal bases against Gabby Moreno. Nope. That's a really big advantage that the Diamondbacks huge. are going to have against a lot of teams down the stretch. And they've used it, you know, to the max here in, in these couple games in Chicago. Um, Jordan Lawler continues to be excellent defensively and again i don't mean to sound surprised by that i just think that was a big concern we know what we saw from him offensively and obviously not thrilled that we saw him you know not have a great day at the plate today but still there were a lot of plays today that showed how athletic he was how strong his arm is and how good he is out there at shortstop yeah, I I've been I've been impressed with with what I've seen as well. And and I mean the Diamondbacks still Tori Lavello still went out and, and got him at the end of this game. Yeah. Right? They still did the they defensive did replacement thing yeah. where Rivera comes in to play third and Geraldo Perdomo comes in to play shortstop. I think I can still understand the thinking there. Obviously, Lawler is, is 21 years old. I mean, he's very, very young. Uh, he was in high school as of like just a little over two years ago. So uh, you can understand in a, in a big spot in a one run game wanting to kind of side with experience there. But what we have seen from him has been has been solid overall, I would say. Uh, he's clearly extremely athletic. That's Very the thing so. that stands out more than anything. I wouldn't necessarily say I've seen like a, a cannon or anything from him at shortstop, but the arm has been adequate. His release is incredibly fast and and he seems to be pretty rangy. He seems to be just athletic and, and smooth and, and it looks like he moves well out there. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, strong, smooth throws, though. I like what I see from him. He, yeah, he has everything really been flows t- very nicely, yeah. I would say. And he hasn't made a throw where I would say, like, in that moment, I would feel like Ahmed or Perdomo would have made the play versus him. I think um, Perdomo might have a slightly stronger arm. I'm curious to see what what the numbers look like at the end of the day. I just mean I haven't seen that kind of play yet where, I, where, sure. where I've uh, in the two games he's played where I've really felt like I regretted him being out there versus Perdomo, but obviously Tori still feels like the experience of the other two guys yeah. there is worth, you know, making that managerial move. And I don't hate it. Just like I don't hate him leaving Zach Gallon here in a big situation, especially uh, with It was Paul. a very un Tori Lavello like decision, right? It's, I feel no, like it's I think exactly a lot of what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to ask more of these guys. He said he was going to push them farther than he's pushed them. And letting Zach Gallen go out there with a pitch count of 94, 95 pitches and start the ninth, ninth inning and complete it, that that not only is exactly what he said he would do, but it is showing a lot of faith in Gallen. I don't know if it shows as much faith in the bullpen. I don't know if it shows as much faith in Seawald. Um, but if you can give that guy a break with the way Zach Gallen has been pitching today, why not? Because Seawald has been that has had a, a lot asked of him since he's come over here. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty reasonably well rested at this point. I know he pitched sure. yesterday, but it, it was just a few pitches. But yeah, one, I mean, one out. Yeah, yeah I, I suspect that what this comes down to for the Diamondbacks is, you know, who give who gives them the best chance to win this baseball game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately yeah. what the most important thing is at, at this stage in the season. And and yeah, like you said earlier, Tori Lovello seems to be more willing to push guys a little bit further than he was willing to before. And Gallon finished this game at 107 pitches, which is Not which terrible. is a lot. I mean, that's on that's probably about close to the max of what the D backs would be comfortable with for him. But 107 is 
is pretty dang reasonable. Yeah. It's not like he went out there and threw 131 pitches, right. you know, like Alex Cobb did, I, I think, the other day for for the Giants. The D-backs, I don't think, would do that under, under really any circumstances. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this was the first complete game, nine-inning shutout by any Diamondbacks pitcher since Tyler Gilbert in 2021, which I don't know if that one really counts because it was a no-hitter. I mean, that one's kind of in a class of its own, right? Sure. I mean, it's it's sort of a step above what, what Gallant did, uh, did today. But, I mean, prior to that, I believe you have to go back to uh, 2018. Uh, this is Patrick Corbin who threw a complete game shutout uh, for the Diamondbacks wow. back in, in 2018. Wow. I know Madison Bumgarner had a technically a complete game shutout in 2021, but that was a seven-inning shutout. Counts. So it's not... Counts. Well, it is no hitter, right? It is that, that whole deal. But that, yeah, that doesn't, yeah. Uh, that, that we can have that. We've had that conversation before. <laughs> we, we don't need to have it anymore. That's for sure. This is nine innings. So we don't have to talk about the seven inning no hitter thing again. It's, it's different. Uh, well, and for all the reasons that we listed and for, you know, giving them absolutely everything they needed today, uh, our King Snake. The one and only. Here, King, uh, you dropped, you dropped this. You dropped your crown. It's that gallon. Uh, Zach Allen is our king snake. Uh, we have eight innings pitched oh, in there. Oh no, that's the wrong. <laughs> it's the wrong one. So, see, I'm gonna you know just like just like our tweet that we sent out. You know, we got a little ahead of ourselves at times because we thought with 95 pitches, in what world does Zach Allen come back out? There is no world where he does. Well, there is a world. And he we're was living at, in he it was right at now. 94 pitches going 94? into the yeah. into the ninth inning. And I I think in in your defense, Derek, they put like the Paul Seawald. A graphic on the on the TV they broadcast. Did. They did. I think they were also yeah. sort of fooled into thinking Paul Seawall was, was entering this game, <laughs> uh, which would have been a reasonable decision. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think Tori Lavello doesn't trust Paul Seawall or he's trying to avoid him at all costs or anything. But yeah. Gallon was pitching a, a heck of a baseball game, and uh, you know you wanna you wanna give your your ace a chance to go out there and and do ace like things, right? Do, do and, big and ace things. Gallon the last couple times out has not been. Uh, himself, right? It was back-to-back starts where he did not look good against the Dodgers and the Orioles. You couldn't have drawn up a better bounce-back outing for Zach Gallen than what he gave the Diamondbacks here today. Yep. Um, well, we thank you guys uh, for being here right now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. And uh, you know what? James Hughes is absolutely right. 108 watching and only 23 likes. Let's go. We can get more than that, right? Well, come in. on, people. <laughs> uh, this, this, is, hel- this is for our self-esteem. Yeah, right? that's, 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 that's what it's always for. Yeah. It's for my self-esteem. It's for Jesse's self-esteem. Yeah. But, of course, we thank you guys for being here right now. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. And, yes, yeah, smash smash that like button if you will um also if you're listening on the audio podcasting side please subscribe to us there uh leave us a review we always appreciate the feedback uh on that side as well but uh, of course we want to give uh everybody uh let let everybody know that if you haven't signed up for bet mgm yet make sure to do so right now use our code of phnx and place your first bet mgm sportsbook wager through the bet mgm sportsbook mobile application and you will receive 200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. All you have to do is download the Sportsbook app right now or visit betmgm.com to sign up uh, and use our code of PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 uh, at a standard odds price, which is a qualifying bet. And once you place a qualifying bet, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Uh, And of course, it's this this time of the year. Football is back. We got hockey and, uh, you know, 
basketball, all that other stuff right around the corner. Nobody, nobody cares, right? We got we got playoff right? baseball coming up. That's yeah, what we really care about on. here. So get down on on this offer. Sign up for the BetMGM app. Use code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars. You'll receive two hundred dollars instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi. New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. US promotional offers not available in DC, New York or Ontario. Elizabeth says that you're going to make uh CWP mad with with your Uh-oh. Your, your hockey bashing. Um, but hey, we're here to tell you that if you do want to watch all of those other sports, now is the perfect time to sign up for Fubo TV because they have all sorts of sports on there, all sorts of events coming up. College football, NFL season is here. We got the U.S. Open, uh, Ryder Cup, all sorts of things. So make sure uh, to check out Fubo TV right now. It's 140 or more live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Of course, you can stream live uh, TV from any device. Uh, there's no contract, no cable, no hassle. You just sign up and can start watching. and includes 1,000 hours of cloud DVR storage included at no extra cost. So make sure to check them out. You can watch all of your favorite college football and the NFL with Fubo. Go to Fubo dot, or www.fubo.tv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That felt gross saying DNVR, but yeah. I, mean, I get it. I get it. We're all one. We're all one. We're all one family here. Uh, And of course, you guys are part of the family. So uh, we thank you, as always, for being here. Uh, It's tomorrow. Two years. Two year anniversary of me and you putting up with each other. Look at us. Who would have thought? Yeah. Not me. I I barely made it through like the first two months. Honestly, I don't know how I'm still here. I I really don't either. I mean, you've, you've put up with a lot of antics from me and I've put up with you not knowing a lot of things about life outside yeah, of baseball. That's, that, I can't really deny that. Yeah. Um, in <laughs> fact, Jesse, uh, we've had a lot of great moments on this show, but uh, I do know of one moment that I very much feel like we need to revisit oh, no. right Are now. Are we actually doing this? This is Jesse. This is uh, oh, in the two years of us doing this show. <laughs> this is probably the best thing. But Leandro Cedeno is not in the Diamondbacks well, organization it's time. Anymore. It's time to just take a look back at one of our zanier moments that we've had on this show. And my personal favorite. Damon, if you would. <laughs> Honestly, just continuing this conga line that we've talked about of Diamondbacks prospects that are ready to come up and ready to do big things in the major leagues. What what word did you just use? Conga line. I have no idea what that means. You don't even know what a conga Jesse. line is, Jesse? No, I'm no. Jesse. Oh my god. Jesse no, I have no Friedman. Idea. Jesse. I don't know why I, I don't know why I say these why things do you on the show these things? because instantly the moment I start a statement with I don't so know blank, I'm basically just asking for it and this is the reaction, oh, but go ahead, tell me. What is it? It's it's a it's a dance formation where people get in a line and they dance oh. to a God yeah, I don't, I don't like I, line I don't dancing. Know, I don't like it. I don't like even it. know how to explain it because there's no... I've never had to explain anything <laughs> like this before. Anytime I say conga line, people know what I mean. Jesus Christ. So it's like a, it's like a line dance like uh, formation no, it's not thing? Line dance. No! You get in the line <laughs> and you move around the floor. You kind of like go like, around the dance floor, maybe around the room. It's done at like weddings and parties oh, and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know I know what you mean. I just didn't know what it was called. I just... I didn't know what, I didn't know what it was. 
I'm gonna no, leave. There's some serious commotion leave. going. On. <laughs> look at, look at, they're doing it. This is a conga right. line, Jesse. Hey, this I get is it. Conga line. I know what it is. Please, please. See, this is a conga line. I understand now. You know I actually get it. You know what? This is absolutely crazy to me. This is the best possible explanation I ever could have possibly hoped for. Yeah, yeah, you go, you go. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was that was incredible. <laughs> it really was incredible. Now uh, I know what a conga line is. Now you know. See, we're educating people, even Jesse, all the time on everything. To so. be fair, I understood what you were saying. I didn't actually need the physical demonstration yeah, that, that but it interrupted our show. I don't know. Just, I feel like just, it was required. I feel like it was um, It was very much required. And uh, Your yeah. initial explanation didn't really make any sense. It you, did you, leave a bit you, to be desired. Yeah, you yes. just described yeah. it as like a line dance Look, of some kind. I was I, like, okay. I've been wrong lots on this show. I've been... And I will continue to be wrong, folks. There is not going to be a time where I am a flawless individual, and I've accepted that at this point in my life. But uh, one thing I've also accepted is I've had a lot of fun with this guy doing this show, and I've had a lot of fun doing the show because of you guys. So am we I appreciate wearing the you. same shirt? Oh no! That's oh, no. <laughs> Jesse, no! <laughs> 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 that's 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 incredible. Uh, yeah, that's on that's on brand. Meanwhile, I've never worn this shirt before ever on an episode because it's a brand new one. But uh, of course, I will say that not all of us have closets with six hundred shirts. All calm right, down. Derek. I just have eighty-two of these. Let's not, let's 82. like let's stop acting right. ridiculous. Makes but, sense. Uh, we are very excited uh, for the future for this Arizona Diamondbacks team this season. So uh, obviously, we know a lot about. The wild card, but let's take a look at where they're currently at. No other games really were played today, but I don't care. I want to look at the wild card standings anyway. So uh, if we could take a look, uh, you will see that the Arizona Diamondbacks continue, at least for the time being, to improve their position when it comes to this. Uh, Diamondbacks have now a full game lead on the next team, and they uh, they they make that little gap between them and the Chicago Cubs even smaller. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two games at this point, right? You've got two games left in the series, and and we all know what what Tori Lavello's message is to this team right now, right? Like, yes, you've won the first two games of the series, but the series is only halfway over. Yeah. Uh, you know, enjoy it now, and and get out, be ready to get after it tomorrow. Those are the kinds of things that Tori uh, seems to talk about after after games, as you would expect. And yeah, I think that's that's big for for the Diamondbacks. There's still two really important games left in this series. Uh, but yes, that said, uh, I mean, it's only a few days ago where where the Diamondbacks were were out of this, right? Yeah. Uh, now they're now they're back in this. They're back in the playoff race as of right now. Uh, they have that one game lead over both the Marlins and the Reds. The Giants have slipped to three games back at this point. Their playoff chances look relatively low, honestly. Uh, being three games out with just a few weeks to go in the season, obviously it's not insurmountable, but they're in a pretty pretty tough spot right now. So yeah, I mean, if you're the Diamondbacks, this is exactly how you drew up these first two games. Uh, and honestly, you know, again, this is this this couldn't be better at this point because you do have Merrill Kelly going tomorrow, and that's uh, very advantageous for this team. Uh, but I mean, the overall... It feels like the Cubs, in my opinion, were the team that scared me the most as far as these teams around the Diamondbacks. I haven't really sure. shied away from saying that. I feel like I've been talking about it for two weeks because we've been watching the Cubs beat up on other teams. We've been watching the Cubs score like eight runs every single day, right? right? And then you know <laughs> what we're doing, even on a good night, and up until that final yeah. game of the Rockies series when they finally you know, bust through, I wasn't expecting it to go the other way. 
I wasn't expecting for the Diamondbacks to drag the Cubs down into these two hours scoreless affairs, you know, or, or these these close games like they kind of have. I was expecting, you know, something different. I wasn't expecting the offensive output that they had in game one against the Cubs. I mean, there was a lot of things going their way. But, you know, one thing that we would be failed uh, to do here is is if we were just to give our King Snake Award only to Zach Gallon when it comes to the first two games of this series. Because to be honest, uh, our King Snake, Windy City, uh, the wind, just whoosh, blowing balls, keeping balls in play all the time, Jesse. This has been an incredible series of watching home run balls all die at the warning track and fall into Lourdes Gurriel Jr.'s glove. And I'm with it. Yeah, I'm I'm not totally sure how like StatCast deals with this because all of these all of these balls that that Cubs hitters have, have hit, like to the warning track or whatever, the ones that look like they, the ones where they scan to the crowd real fast, like you're yeah. gonna see it go in the upper deck, and then for some reason there was all yeah, there was one of those early in this game <laughs> where the the camera crew I, I think was was pretty badly fooled. The the camera went like straight to the to the stands, and then it like panned down the Lourdes Gurriel <laughs> making like a pretty routine catch uh, near the warning track. But yeah, according to Statcast, like these are it's all going. like none of these would be home runs in other ballparks, but I don't know exactly how it deals with the wind and whether it's like not taking that fully into account when it compares with uh, with other ballparks. Um, but yeah, there definitely have been some uh, some hits by Cubs hitters where right off the bat you, you thought it might be going over the fence and that was not actually the case. Um, let's see in the chat. I saw a piece of Yoshi ask a really good question. He said, why doesn't the humidor ever get this king snake? It's a good point. It's a good point. We'll I mean, the humidor that. is, is for both teams, right? For all intents and purposes, the humidor does not exist. Remember that Jesse, right, it's right. officially off the record as far the as the humidor theoretically is like perfectly neutral. Whereas the wind can favor one team or another favored the diamondbacks so far in this series it sort of felt like that i don't really have any like actual evidence of that, no data to back it up yeah that's a pretty uh, hard thing to to measure but yeah. theoretically the wind can can decide who wins a baseball game because it can blow out for some hitters yes. or on, on one team and not can for just stop other. for a half an inning and yeah, then kick back yeah, up the, the mean, other half anyone who's been to chicago knows that 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 changes pretty dang yep. quick over there yeah uh welcome to the chaos says elizabeth to spencer strand spencer strand makes his first uh Live chat. Welcome in, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, no, Peace of Yoshi, this is not humidor erasure. Uh, this is simply uh, not acknowledging that the humidor exists at all. It's not a thing. We can't acknowledge it. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it was Mo asked if we would rather face, who would we rather face if the Diamondbacks would rather take the Cubs spot and then be end up, end up facing the Phillies or if they stay where they're at and end up essentially they would play the Brewers right now with the way things are structured, right? right? right. So uh, we actually have this uh, MLB has a postseason picture. It's official. We're getting close. So this is uh, where we're at. This is if the postseason started today, Diamondbacks right now would be in that spot. So like, yeah, if the Diamondbacks swapped spots with the Cubs, it does sw swap everything there, right? Not yeah, only it's honestly an enormous change. It is because at this point with the way things are structured, I know the Dodgers just beat the hell out of us, but I feel like we'd rather play the Dodgers than, than the Braves in the postseason. Don't you think? I mean, the, and the, the Diamondbacks have actually played the Braves pretty tough this year. I think they're three and three against the Braves this season. And, and a couple of those games were some pretty tough losses. Like they, they've actually played the Braves pretty well. But yeah, if I'm the Diamondbacks, 
I mean, I, I'm not saying this is actually the way that they would think. They probably just want to win as many games as they can. But yeah. with the way that things line up, I think I would I would prefer to have the spot that they're in right now if, if I were them, right? Uh, the Brewers in round one, as Mike Farron said on this show a week or two ago, teams that don't hit to this degree just don't make the playoffs very often, right? Like the, the Brewers have William Contreras and Christian Yelich, and there's just not a whole lot of other hitters on that team that you're that you're really all that afraid of. The Phillies are not like that. The Phillies have a number of players who have long-standing reputations in this league as as being pretty darn good um, offensively. And I know Kyle Schwarber is getting all sorts of hatred right now because he has he's like a replacement-level player, uh, which is fair. I'm a believer in in wins above replacement. I, I don't think that Kyle Schwarber is as good as you know the the 41 homers or whatever he has would suggest. But in a playoff series, those homers can really matter a lot. And you don't really know how much his defense, if he were playing in the outfield, would actually hurt. Yeah. Um, over a short series, Kyle Schwarber can really impact a game significantly, even if he hasn't provided a whole lot of overall value this season. So if I'm the D-backs, I would rather have the Brewers and then a Dodgers team that is that that they're as we talked about yesterday, their pitching staff is just kind of in shambles right now. They announced officially today that Walker Bueller is not going yeah. to pitch in the majors yeah. the rest of the year. That's another big development. I, I, it sounds like Julio Urias is most likely done yeah, as well. Yeah, Julio Urias, I wouldn't expect to see him back either. So, yeah, I mean, that that second round is set pretty much in my in my mind. I think the Braves are going to get the one seed. The yeah, Dodgers are going to get agree. the two seeds. So if you're the D-backs and you're choosing between Phillies and then Braves or Brewers and then Dodgers, I feel like that answer is is pretty easy to, to figure out. Jesse, I've been saying to you all year that I thought the playoff format is like set up in a weird way. Yeah. Like, like you, I think in most years, if you get that third wild card spot, you're playing a worse team than if you get the second wild card spot and have to play the best wild card team. Yeah, because a lot of times that best wild card team would win a different division. That's so, very true. And That's then, very yeah. true. then you get to play. Usually, the two they're the seed best team. The that, one seed. Yeah, they're the best team that couldn't win their division, and in some cases, that might be a team that won twenty more games than you. Like, or, or look at how like the AL Central is, where if like. The, the the they're they're closer to the actual division leader than they are even in the neighborhood of being to a wild card spot. So yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. And uh, I don't know, is there a wild card team that worries you right now? I said uh, mine would be still the Cubs, but mm. I mean, I, I think that was mostly because they still have a lot of games to play against them. And I mean, the Cubs could be really the team that determines the Diamondback season one way or another. Yeah, if. if if you're the Diamondbacks and you're and you're kind of, you know, taking the landscape of of the NL wildcard race right now, I think the team that you're probably the most concerned about is the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Uh, they if you look at the Reds schedule the rest of the way, man, there are not a lot of very good baseball teams uh, in that schedule. And they're not necessarily it's not like they play the, you know, the Tigers over and over again or something, although they do. <laughs> Oddly enough, just I say that they do they actually, do actually play, the play the Tigers, Tigers. <laughs> um, but they have three against the Cardinals at home. They have the Tigers on the road. They have the Mets on the road, Twins at home, Pirates at home, Guardians on the road, Cardinals on the road. That's yeah. the rest of their schedule. There's honestly not one team in that mix that is really all that good. The Twins are clearly the best team out of that group, but we know a thing or two about the AL Central and how that's not really the most competitive division this year. And the Twins don't have that great of a record uh, to begin with. So yeah, just given the Reds, uh, you know, the talent on on that team and the fact that their schedule is the way it is, I think that's that's got to be the team you would worry about the most. The Marlins are obviously right there, too. They're tied with the Reds in the standings right now. 
Uh, but the Marlins, if you look at their schedule, it's very much the opposite. The Marlins have the most difficult schedule out of all these teams the rest of the way. Uh, and you have to believe that's probably going to make a difference when it's all said and done. Are the D-backs getting hot? I mean, I, are they heating up? Are I mean, they warming? Are they preheating? They've I mean, won three games in a row. They're still five and five in their last 10. Okay, I mean, last fair. week they lost five out of six games. Okay. So I would, are we back? I don't, I don't are know. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I know mean, about that. Time, Derek. <laughs> if there was a time to get hot though, now would be the time, right? Yeah. I mean, now would be the time that you absolutely dreamed of it. Not only for what it could mean potentially rolling into the postseason, but just because of how important these games are down the stretch. It would have been nice for them to have a bigger lead so that they wouldn't have to worry about needing to win games in order for them to secure their position. But that wasn't going to happen based on the fact that they do have so many games against teams that are in this wild card hunt still left on yeah. the schedule rolling into the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's right. It's it's Cubs through the weekend, and then you get a four-game series with the Mets. That's not really a team you're in direct competition with, but then you get the Cubs again, and then you get the Giants coming to town yeah. after that. So, yeah, I mean, every every game is is huge right now for, for this baseball team. And it's kind of felt throughout this season that uh, at least maybe over the last few months, you know, when the D-backs reached a low point where people were kind of starting to count them out, they, they kind of found it again, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think after last week, what happened against the Orioles and the Dodgers, uh, especially after losing that second game to the Rockies, that was a pretty, a pretty tough game to lose. The offense just couldn't get anything going. I think, uh, you know, some fans were maybe back at, at that point of like, I don't know if this is going to happen. Like we're out of the wild card race and I don't know if we're going to see that wild card spot again the rest of the year. Just when just when this team gets to that point, they, you know, they figure things out. They they get a huge comeback win in that series finale against the Rockies and yep. they carry that momentum here into Chicago. And uh, so far, so good. I think the thing that was a letdown in the series against the Dodgers and the Baltimore Orioles was just seeing that the Diamondbacks were at times so outclassed by those teams and knowing yes. that those teams are the best teams in baseball on both the NL and AL side. It was just kind of that moment of no matter how much, how positive you thought about their chances in the future and their chances of maybe making a run in the playoffs, it was kind of just you. we were put back in our place a bit by realizing that the elite teams in the baseball are still quite a distant, you know, uh, yeah. leap ahead, right? But you Even know, getting outscored twenty-three to five by the yeah, Dodgers in that yeah, three-game series. I didn't need that. I, I recognize that, that. I recognize that that happened last week, and I just said that if you were the Diamondbacks, you would rather play the Dodgers in round two than, than the Atlanta Braves. But that's kind of with the with the state of the Dodgers rotation, and and just like this. This Braves team is insane. Like the, the Atlanta Braves are an insane yeah. baseball team. Yeah, it's the consistency. It's the it's the depth that the Braves have versus the Dodgers, who honestly look at look at the moves they made. Look at Lance Lynn. Look at everything that they've done. They're still trying to piece things together to get themselves to where to to to, to this postseason and then figure things out from that point. But what's yeah. happened recently with their starting pitching is a kind of a disaster for them, especially considering that they weren't very deep. Uh, when it came to their pitching right now as it stands. So I, I don't know. I mean, I would probably prefer to play a, a Dodgers team that was in disarray and had some time off rather than a well-rested sure. Braves team that is already at 100% and is just going to get a chance to rest before playing us. That's that's my opinion. But also... The Braves are just outrageous, man. Now, the that, now that they have Max Fried back, 
I mean, you've got Strider, you've got Freed, you've got Charlie Morton, Kyle Wright, I think might be able to, to pitch for them down the stretch as well. It's an absolute nightmare. It's in a playoff series. I yeah. mean, that offense, like th- there's not a better lineup in, in this game. And I'm not even sure it's close. Yeah. I don't know where it stands right now. But as of like a few days ago, the Braves had a team slugging percentage of 500. They were slugging 500 as an entire team, which is absolutely outrageous, right? Like the Diamondbacks have an above average offense this year. How many guys on this team are slugging over 500 right now? No. I think it's Corbin Carroll and Christian Walker. I think Cattell's a little bit Maybe. short right now. Yep. The the Braves have basically an entire team of of guys who are who are playing on that level. So you don't want any part of that, that offense, that pitching staff, that anything in, in the postseason, I wouldn't think. By the way, the San Diego Padres are pretty much guaranteed not to make the playoffs, and I just want to remind you that they have a total payroll ta- uh, payroll, including the luxury tax, of nearly three hundred million dollars, two hundred eighty-three million two thirty-one three ninety-six to not make the playoffs. They have. I think I saw a stat the other day. I think they have like the best ERA in the National League. Might even because of Blake Snell. Yeah, I mean he's definitely part of it. Their bullpen is pretty decent too. Yeah. They're they're a bizarre baseball team because you can pick out a lot of individual performers on that team that are having pretty darn good years. I mean, Josh Hader's been like incredible for them this season. Juan Soto, at least on the surface, his numbers look pretty similar to what he's generally done. Tatis hasn't quite been the Tatis that we've seen in past years, but he's been uh, you know, still pretty good. Machado's had a bit of a down year, but then like Ha Sung Kim is out here having like a six war season or something like that. So they continue to puzzle me, Derek. Yeah, I don't really, really do. know. <laughs> they really I do. don't understand what happened yeah. in, in San Diego this year, to be frank. It, Nobody it just, really does. Yeah, it, it just doesn't really make yeah. any sense to me. Um, well, the Diamondbacks will be back here and they will face the Chicago Cubs. And if you want to check that game out, make sure to check out Game Time. It's the best place to buy last minute tickets. So you have plenty of time to think about it because they're going to be on a road trip for a while. So when they come back, get, you know, last minute tickets, you want to get them, get them from Game Time. It is the website for sports loving procrastinators. And it's not just sports. You can get them for concerts, events, all sorts of shows. Uh, like I said, I'm going to Metallica, which I was supposed to go to on Sunday, and that got postponed uh, to tomorrow. So if you want to get tickets to that, that might be a good website for that as well. There might be plenty of tickets with the amount of out-of-town uh, folks that my friend Brian talked to that had to cancel their plans because uh, they expected to just be here for one weekend. Yeah. And now the other show got moved uh, to a week away. So make sure to check out Game Time. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download their app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, and, of course, talked about this at length, but make sure, if you live here in Arizona, that you have yourself a good, solid pair of sunglasses. And you can get those premium polarized shades from our friends at Shady Rays. It's an independent sunglass company with a world-class product uh, who honestly offers the most insane protection plan in all of our eyewear. Uh, their lost and broken replacement plan uh, says says allegedly that if you lose or break your pair even on day one they tell us they will send you out a brand new pair does it work yes it absolutely does because i lost my sunglasses i contacted them they say derek 
fam, say less. We got you. And they're saying like, you were going to lose yours before I lost mine. Well, because you don't wear yours, Jesse. I mean, you <laughs> actually just leave it scattered around the. I'm surprised you haven't lost yours yet. <laughs> how do you know how often I wear them? You I, see me in I've, this building. I have found your sunglasses in here more often than I'm seeing them on your face laying on the table when you weren't here. So Jesse almost lost his too. Don't make don't make him out like he's free of blame here. I think he's it was only like his. one time. I'm honestly kind of impressed at how well I've kept track of them. I'm so proud far. of you. But if you do lose them. You know what you got. You That's got the lo- lost and broken replacement plan. So uh, make sure to check out their entire collection at their location at Kirlin Commons. And, of course, if you don't love your Shady Razor, you don't have to just lose them or break them to get a new pair. Uh, you can either exchange them for a new pair or you can return them for free within 30 days. No risk at all when you shop at Shady Rays. So exclusively for our listeners, they are giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, Reform Skid in the chat says, so do you think Corbin Carroll has solidified himself as rookie of the year? I mean, this this could be a whole topic for us, but uh, you can't help yeah. but you can't help but notice the distance that he's made uh, between him and his peers. Obviously, there were a couple of guys that have come and gone. We've kind of joked about that: the James Outmans, the Ellie De La Cruzes, the Matt McLeans. But one thing we said early on was that Corbin Carroll was going to remain consistently at the top of that list, and we were going to see this throughout the year, where the other rookies do kind of have a good month or do have a good couple of months. I mean, even James Outman had a good April. Then it, things kind of went south for him with the strikeout rate, uh, and then he kind of came back up as being one of the base, best players post All-Star break with as far as, like, I think on-base percentage was concerned. Yeah. So, you know, again, this is what's going to happen. But Corbin Carroll's consistency, I think, is the key here to him really having, you know, the, still the the lead on the rookie of the year race. And, you know, in, in this series, he's already had a ton of stolen bases. And I think what we're going to see at the end of the year is uh, a historic stats put up by Corbin Carroll, which it's going to be hard to not, you know, vote him as rookie of the year when he's played well all season long, except for that little slump that he was in there for a little bit. And, you know, uh, it, it's done things that not a lot of guys have done in the last 100 years in baseball. I mean, Corbin Carroll's probably going to steal 50 bases, right? I mean, I mean, he's five away. With three today, is it 45? Yeah. yeah, I mean, five stolen bases with about 20 games to go or whatever it is. He's probably going to get to 50 steals. He, he has a chance to get to 30 homers. I don't, I don't know about that. But, yeah, it is currently not not all that close, I, I don't think. Uh, I think someone mentioned Kodai Senga in the chat. I honestly think Kodai Senga is probably the top competition at this yeah, point. Yeah. Matt McClain is out injured. Uh, Nolan Jones, who we just saw from the Rockies, he's having a nice year and, and certainly deserving of, of some respect, but he just doesn't have, he didn't play his first game with the Rockies until late May, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz is honestly not at all in the mix at this point. His his numbers have, have really tanked quite a bit. The and Reds, in fact, have two players that are better rookies right now as far as stats go than, yeah. than Ellie. So could that's with Matt, Matt McClain out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not over till it's over, but at this point it's, it's not it's not all that close. I would be pretty surprised if Corbin Carroll didn't didn't come away with this when it's all said and done. What did Zach do for his case for Cy Young today? Because it's I know obviously question. he's kind of been wavering. I feel like uh he went from being a front runner to having a couple of bad starts that kind of maybe moved him out to maybe like third. I know that Blake Snell has kind of come on and become like a favorite in the NL Cy Young race. So what does a complete game shutout against a tough Cubs team at this point 
of the season do do for his chances and with that award. You have to believe it does a, a pretty good amount, right? Uh, I'm looking at fan graphs. They have this little Cy Young predictor tool uh, on their on their website that apparently has been pretty accurate in recent years. Um, currently entering the start, they had Gallon fifth in the National League. So they had Justin Steele, number one, Strider, two, Blake Snell, three, Zach Wheeler, who's pitched well of late. Wow. They had him number four. Wow. And then they had Zach Gallen uh, behind him. So they had him fifth coming into this start, uh, which I don't think is really all that misguided, honestly. No, you're right. I don't know if Strider, I mean, Strider has a 3.83 ERA. You can't win a Cy Young Award with an ERA that high, frankly. I mean, unless like everyone has an ERA that high, but yeah. that's just not going to happen. Uh, so... I, I, I don't know if I, I don't think Strider would be ahead of Gallon uh, at this point. I think Justin Steele probably still is. He has a 2.55 ERA on the season. Even after this outing, I think Gallon is, is about 3.3. So there's still a, a pretty decent difference there. Blake Snell is a 2.5 ERA. Uh, so he still has a, a pretty significant advantage in that regard as well. What Gallon really has going for him over everyone else at this point is innings. Uh, Zach Gallon set, I believe... Uh, yeah, he's set a career high in innings pitch today. Uh, he is at 187.2 for the season. If you map it out the rest of the way, he still has four more starts. So if he averages six innings per start for four starts, that gets you another 24 innings. And at that point, you're talking about a guy who's who's in position to approach 215 on the season. I don't think Justin Steele is even going to hit 200. So Gallon does have volume on his side. If he's able to close the ERA gap a little bit more, I think he he really has a shot at this. And obviously the D-backs face Justin Steele tomorrow. So they have they a, a chance to to help his case. <laughs> That's right. Uh, not that not that far from an update on the betting odds for the Cy Young. Let's so they have Gallon third. Okay. Uh, he's at plus eight hundred currently. Behind who? Uh Blake Snell and Justin Steele. Blake yeah, Snell is minus two hundred. So they have him as a pretty heavy favorite to win it at this point. Interesting. But Zach Gallon, uh, I don't think that's updated post game today. So probably he not. Probably could skyrocket up a little bit, but maybe now is a great time to go throw some money on Zach Gallon. Who knows? If you want to back your guy, uh, maybe the Diamondbacks can go out there and rough up Justin Steele tomorrow and help those odds even more. So let's take a look at the probables remaining for the series. We still have that big marquee matchup tomorrow between Justin Steele and Merrill Kelly, and then we have the finale there between Hendricks and Fott. So the Diamondbacks, I think, would have happily taken a split in this four-game series going into Chicago, and that has been secured. Now at this point, it's time to not be happy for splits. It's not. It's it's time to not be happy to take two out of three or two out of four. It's time to go for the jugular and really try to not only secure your spot but steal the Cubs' spot. Like make secure your spot even more. Move up and don't just be in the third. You know, in, in the third wild card spot. Take that second spot from the Cubs. Make them rue the day that they played the Arizona Diamondbacks. Make them terrified the fact that they still have three more games after this four-game series with the Diamondbacks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they have a they have a chance to sort of strike fear in the Cubs right ahead of that that uh, series just uh, one weekend from now. I'm looking at the weather for tomorrow's game because that course is, is relevant <laughs> with Merrill Kelly What's going on with the wind on the mound oh yeah oh yeah is it hot is it windy is it, what, what do we need we need all weather weather is going to be very important tomorrow uh high of about 70 degrees in Chicago winds like around 10 miles an hour which isn't too crazy so mm. uh yeah but you have to feel like you know with temperatures in the 70s and a nice breeze going Merrill Kelly shouldn't have any issues with you know the excessive sweating and, and the cramps and all that stuff uh which to date has still only happened in home games so uh, he theoretically should be set up pretty well. 
Chris Melton says, does Jesse have a video of Derek to exploit for your second anniversary? No, he's not that mean. No, he this didn't do doesn't. It. Well, it's because nobody tells me. Like, did you just come up with this idea out of nowhere? Maybe. Wow. Maybe me and Damon plotted against you. Who knows? Uh, Brandon Stevens says we play for sweeps in the desert. Hell yeah, we do. We also play for rings uh, in the desert. Uh, Moe's making jokes about uh, Julio Urias that nobody wants to hear. Uh, and of course, we also have one very important division to worry about. Forget forget the, for, forget the doing the sweep just for the purpose of the sweep. Do it for us. Do it for the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, but do it for the PHNX D-backs podcast crew. We are two games back, folks, from the Chicago Cubs, and by the time this series ends, we could be tied with the CHGO Cubs podcast for our all-city division. And of course, like you know, that's the only division that matters to me right now. Wildcard spot, that also very much matters to me, but I need this. I need this for bragging rights, and it has to happen, Jesse. I'm like trying to do the math on like if if the White Sox or Rockies could still catch the D-backs or Cubs. I don't I don't think so. I guess I guess the White Sox could catch the Diamondbacks, right? If the White Sox won out, they'd be 76 and 86 and then the D-backs so the would be 74 and 88. Basically so lose every at, game. At some point we have to put like little E's by the the White Sox <laughs> and and the uh, It's the, coming. And the Rockies, <laughs> but we're not, we're not quite there yet, at least not with the White Sox. Uh, the Rockies would be right on the edge. I think the D-backs would win the tiebreaker. So That's technically, right. we could put an E on, on the Rockies That's right. right now. That's right. That's right. Um, we're going to have to update that. But yeah, uh, it, two more big games here, Derek. And Huge. the Diamondbacks are, are two games behind the Cubs in the standings, not only in the uh, NL wildcard standings, but also in this all-city thing that we love to look at. So there you go. I said, I said it. it's the most important division. It's all that matters. But right. uh, of course, another thing that matters is uh, Jesse drinking enough water. I know someone else said they would give us a thumbs up if you drank your water. I have. I have. I just want to make sure that you're staying hydrated. You and Merrill Kelly are the two people that I personally feel accountable for making sure you guys are hydrated. But of course, Circle K is America's thirst stop. So if you need to hydrate yourself, make sure to stop there. Best prices on coffee, beer. They have the best snack selection. Um, And they have a brand new membership program, which will get you 25 cents off per gallon for your first five Phillips. It'll also get you buy five. Get your sixth one free on selection of Circle K products, including pizza, coffee, and ice-cold fountain drinks. So make sure to stop in at Circle K. Join their Inner Circle membership program for free right now by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Of course, while you're there, pick up some wonderful Four Peaks beer or get it wherever you get your beer. It is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, and it is pumpkin porter season. So uh, as my friend Rock would say, it's his time of the year because uh, he loves everything pumpkin flavored, but you can get in the fall state of mind with notes of nutmeg, allspice, and toasted pie crust. So uh, it is back on the shelves now and in draft lines throughout the valley. Make sure to get it wherever you get your Four Peaks beer. You can also uh, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are back. So uh, make sure to check them out. Remember, the ghosts make the beer at Four Peaks. And, that is uh, correct. That's little, a little known fact. It's a little known fact. They definitely exploit ghost uh, ghost labor, I believe, in order to make their <laughs> beers out there. But uh, you can uh, check out Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub on social media to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. 
Well, we appreciate you guys for being here today. Uh, and not only just today, but we appreciate you guys being here for the last two years. Some of you have literally been here since the first show. Chris, I'm talking to you. Uh, and we love <laughs> you. Some of you is probably one of you. That's probably <laughs> one of you. Maybe three of you. I don't know. Maybe four. Maybe four people have been watching this show since the beginning. But uh, we appreciate you guys so much uh, for stopping by now then and forever uh you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and friedman the maniac behind the mac that is damon we are damon's dogs and damon is at damon dog that's d-a-w-g of course our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but all roads do lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook uh again we appreciate you guys uh so much so much for being here uh we thank you for your time and remember kids baseball is fun But it's so much more fun when Zach Gallen throws a complete game shutout.